It was Skype. I was at yep. Skype. Skype just wouldn't let me have any video calls of anyone or audio calls of people. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys can hear my soundboard again. Yes. yes. It was a little low, but we could hear it. <laughs> yeah. All right, good. So I think another thing is because I kept muting my mic as well because I had Adam here last time and he's not here today, which is a good thing. So um, that could have been another factor. Yeah, maybe got stuck on a mute type situation but it was weird because we could like barely hear you it sounded like you were in another building <laughs> or just shouting from the fucking garden downstairs yeah that's one way to do it <laughs> Oi! <laughs> I liked Mortal Kombat <laughs> so fuck you yeah I'm like, I literally forgot to write notes on the unholy, so I was doing that in the last ten minutes. But that's all I needed, so. Just make it up. Never got to watch the unholy. That's fine. I I thought it was just Ryan and me doing it, so I only told him I was doing it. But I figured it was it. Well, it was very last minute, actually, how I managed to... Oh, nice. It was last minute how I actually managed to get hold of Mortal Kombat. Somebody sent me a link on Twitter and I said, here you go, you can watch it for free. And I was like, okay then. So I did. Man, and... by the way, I ate like a pound of pasta before this, so... Oh my god, I'm dying for food. I'm so hungry. I had a bagel. Here, tell me if you can hear that. Oh, no. uh, tell me if you can hear this. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> That's how I test my mic. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, Our levels, oh, our levels la- are fine. Last night I was doing some drinking with uh, Miles and Kevin and Elisa, and um, we, we were I was drinking a lot, you know, just having a good time. And in the middle of the night, I woke up. It was probably like 2 a.m., and my stomach was like, I didn't know whether I was going to shit the bed or throw up in the bed. It was It was one of the two, maybe both. So, like, I shut up out of bed, I go into the bathroom, and, like, just unload. Like, pure diarrhea. I'm like, ugh. Like, it was one of those painful ones where you're holding your stomach, and you're dude, just like, that's no. why you get a bidet, dude. I'm telling you. If you had a bidet, I needed a fire hose. Forget a bidet to clean this mess up. <laughs> that thing is a fire hose. Oh, my God. So, anyway. Mike, have you mastered the art of aiming it directly at your hole as yet? Oh, I, I don't need to master it. It does it automatically. But I was, was going to bring sensors. this up real <laughs> quick for Ryan. You still have the remote control to aim directly at your ring piece. Uh, sort of. Like, <laughs> before Ryan finishes his diarrhea story, I'll just go into this real quick. But, like, yeah. the thing comes down, and it has, like, I don't know if NASA invented this or not, but it shoots directly into your beetle. Sometimes you got <laughs> I, have to, I have to go, like, forward and back and left to right to try to get all of it, you know, because there's like a crust ring. It's gonna... <laughs> it's like a crater, you know what I mean? There's like... It's surrounded by hair and dried poop and all kinds of stuff. It's like a baby's bottom. Sure. So, Is it heated? No. See, you can get one with heated or cold and heated and cold, but since yeah. I just live in an apartment, I just have one water line, so I was just like, ah, screw it. So I just got the cold one. But the problem and I that I wasn't ready for before buying this... It and makes you I feel learned afterwards. What? It makes you feel violated afterwards. 
No, I mean I'm used to it by now. But they <laughs> it uh so okay, this is this may sound shocking, but it's something I never even knew to think about. But when you're done sometimes, and sometimes I'm going back and forth and front and back, like water gets in your butthole. It gets in yeah. the butt. So it's like <laughs> so you like poop it back out. So I feel like I'm swishing water around my mouth, you know, after you like anything. So it's just like it's like I feel like it's like double cleaning. It feels great afterwards. It's like, man, I really got like up in there, you know, and it circled it around a bit and then I, you like push it back out and it's just like this you just hear this all this water come out. So I wasn't ready for that. But that's what my whole point is, Ryan. That is why you need a bidet. <laughs> I'm going to take it under advisement, Mike. <laughs> Holy shit. Literally. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've gotten that story out, let's uh, <laughs> let's start the show so we can keep it moving along here. Uh-oh. Here we go. Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. And we are back. Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, episode number 104. I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo, and joining me are my co-hosts, Mike Whittemore and Shane Smith. Fellas, how are our buttholes? Mine is fine. Plain. Squeaky. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, it's a little chafed. What the fuck are you been up to? <laughs> Blowing diarrhea out. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> nothing like a little bit of ring sting on a Sunday. Oh. Oh, so anyway, I never got to finish this story. No. So, I finish up in the bathroom, right? And, like, I fight off the nausea. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to throw up. But my stomach's still hurting. So, I go back to bed and I lay down. And I'm, like, restless all night. Like, I keep waking up and just, like, my stomach's hurting. And I keep changing positions. And I'm like, ugh, you know, just, like, feeling terrible. So, in the morning, I finally get up. I start feeling, like, a little bit better. Go downstairs. And Elisa goes, I woke up in the middle of the night. And I saw you laying in bed, and you had your knee up, and I could hear you moaning, and I thought you were jerking off. Oh, <laughs> God. Because <laughs> I got my legs up, and I'm hunched over going, uh. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> so that's how my morning went. That's great. Little did she know I was. Yeah, you were just using that to mask it. That's right. You got caught. You're like, oh, my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So welcome to All You Need Is Blood. We like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. We're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. If you want to hit us up on Gmail, it's AllYouNeedIsBloodPod at gmail.com. The Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. Instagram, all you need is blood podcast. 
And if you're listening to us, it's on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. Just type in All You Need Is Blood and subscribe. That's about that. Oh, good God. So what else have you guys been up to recently? Mike, anything good you've been getting into? Um, I've still been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It will not end. Um, I'm 100 hours into it. And I just want to move on with my life, you know? Um, other than that, Val and I have been seeing movies at the theater. We saw The Unholy. And then a couple days later, we, we watched uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, which is a Disney movie, which was pretty decent. Oh. Um, and then we watched, uh, we saw Mortal Kombat the other day in the theater, mm-hmm. and it was good. It was a good what experience. Are the, what are the crowds like, Mike? Um, I mean, the crowd, so we've been consistently going to the theater this whole time. Um, as soon as they started opening up theaters again, we have AMC list. We're seeing movies. Uh, the crowds were pretty barren early on, but now they're, for Mortal Kombat, it was... I wouldn't say packed because the theaters aren't allowed to be packed, but the the crowds are way bigger than they used to be. But uh, you know, at least for AMC, they they block off seats around you, so no one was sitting by us at all, which was pretty mm-hmm. neat. Um, let's see. Other than that, I have uh, not been doing much of anything. Just finishing up school and uh, listening to records and and uh, spraying my butthole. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, the um, over by me, they, they've got their plan to, like, fully open stuff up now. You know, there's, they've set, like, two or three dates. I forgot what they were. Um, but one of the things, the guy that runs the cult classics, Connecticut cult classics, that has, like, all the, those crazy horror movies I get to watch in a the theater, is ready to, like, go back in, into his business. So he sent out this email, like, is everyone comfortable with going back and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I think he said it was late June was going to be the first one. And I'm like, oh, thank God. I, oh, that's I, fine. I, I want to go so bad. I can't wait. I heard that, uh, like, at least for Chicago, it's planning to open up a lot of the businesses full open again by June. So when you say June, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, mm, that sounds about right. I mean, I'll be fully vaccinated by then. I think my second shot is... Next week or the week after? I don't know. One of the two. Oh, I do want to say one thing. Um, so I ordered two Fright Rags uh, shirts, mm-hmm. like two weeks apart. One was a Frankenstein shirt. The other one was a Shaun of the Dead shirt for Val for her birthday. Um, I always get sent to my grandma's house because I live in an apartment and I'm cautious. So the first Fright Rag shirt comes and it says it's delivered. I don't think anything of it. I just forget. They usually hold on to my packages for me. So the second package comes, the Shaun of the Dead one, gets delivered. I go there, and they're like, we didn't get anything. So both of my Fright Rag shirts said that they were delivered, but I never received them. Weirdest thing. US, uh, USPS said, yeah, we delivered it. I even opened up a ticket, and they were like, yeah, the GPS on our truck said it was delivered, which makes zero sense to me, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So I initially emailed fright rags a burp's gonna come i think so i initially emailed fright rags and i wanted to know if the orders the shirts that i bought were on pre-orders and maybe it was a glitch in the system that you know it said it was delivered or shipped but it wasn't and uh no they're like oh no we uh we shipped them and i'm like okay so 
they responded back. They're like, if you don't hear anything from USPS, email us. And I wasn't looking for this at all. I was like, this is a me problem. You guys don't have to do anything. It's It sucks, but I'll, I'll deal with it. And they sent two shirts out to my apartment because I gave them a different address for no charge. Wow. I just want to give a shout out to Fright Rags, who does not listen to this podcast, but I'm going to. No. Show- <laughs> but I'm going <laughs> to tell people anyway. The the lady, her name was Liz. Uh, I was in email contact with her the whole time. She like felt bad. She sent out the same shirts that I had ordered and I received them last night and they're badass. So you should tag fright rags. I'm going to, I I'm yeah. sure do that when I, uh, put up the photo of this on Instagram. So I, I do Instagram. love fright rags. That's one of my favorite t-shirt companies. Yeah. I mean, I've never ordered from fright rags, but I've seen they've done some awesome stuff. I'm a little worried cause I'm supposed to get my, uh, I, I, <laughs> I pre-ordered the thing. Um, long sleeve and some pajama pants that sold out. So I'm hoping I get those. Oh my god, there was thing pajama pants. Yeah, they sold out. This was like oh, a month or two fuck. ago that they went on sale. They had a big thing collection. They had socks too. Socks. Oh man, I've got predator socks. I got from them. <laughs> those awesome. are pretty awesome. <laughs> I have some evil. I have some evil dead socks. I got in a uh, horror box, a horror block, way back when. I've never worn them. Someone yeah. made me some Predator underwear a few years back, which was kind of funny. It was. Did it funny. have like the Predator's dreads? Because that's what I'm picturing. <laughs> no, it's it just had, like the head. Actually, actually, it had the Predator's <laughs> mouth over my junk. Oh my it god! Was absolutely fucking hilarious. The dreads are that's just great. Shane's pubic hair. Mm. I'm not that bad. <laughs> it's hanging out the sides. <laughs> it's hanging out the sides. <laughs> Oh, God. How about you, Shane? What have you been doing recently? <laughs> I've actually been having a movie fest of the 80s variety over the last week or so. Um, last night I had a John Hughes session. Um, I watched Weird Science for the first time in absolutely ages, and I've forgotten how funny that film was. Mm-hmm. And I love that film. Um Obviously, uh, the other day I watched Mortal Kombat. Um, I watched, <clears throat> had a bit of a Tim Burton fest the other day as well. So I've just been like, um, just re-watching old movies and stuff that I've not seen for a long while. So that was really cool. Um, I'm still waiting to get my jabs, my vaccine. Mm-hmm. Because um, I think I messaged you the other day, actually, Ryan, about that, where there were times yeah. Nearest place I could get a, a vaccine was 35 miles away from where I live, um, and then that changed to 53 miles, and then 116 miles. Oh my god, what is going on over there? Yeah, so basically, I've got to contact my doctor to try and see if they've got any spare vaccine, so I can go down and get one. But um, this is really bizarre. A friend of mine's dad had. Um, his second jab of vaccine. I can't remember which one it was, if it, if it was the Pfizer or it was like one of the other ones. But he died after having the second one. He had a heart attack. Get out of here. No, oh seriously. Yeah. So, yeah, that's put a serious bit of doubt in my mind as wow. to uh, whether I actually want to get the vaccine or not. So My mom's freaking out because I got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which is just one shot. 
Yeah, my brother got the same one. And six people got blood clots, like six yeah. women. And now my mom's like, oh, my God. I'm like, there were seven million people that got this shot and six people got blood clots. I'm like, I think I'll be all right. But there's no point in, like, worrying about it. I'm ready to yeah, go. It's a, it, it's a done deal. Yeah, it's like, what am I going to do now? Try to suck the, the vaccine out like a snake bite? <laughs> like a snake bite. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, I'm all good. I've just been um, eating healthily, which is strange. Ugh, gross. Don't do it. It's a trap. I've been eating lots of vegetables, but I've got, I, I, I love vegetables. I don't know why, but I just do. I never used to, but I love my veg. So. Except for celery. Except for celery, because that is pure evil. It's solidified water. It's so, it's so useless. It's it's rank. It's like it's wrong. It it derived, It fucking came from Satan's sputum itself. You know, it's like what the fuck is celery? Whoever deemed it edible needs to be resurrected and crucified yet again. For fuck's sake! You ever have celery root? No. no. Oh, it's so good. It's huge. Mint. It's like um... celeriac. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it's like the size of like a uh, a bowling ball, yeah. maybe a little smaller. And um, you cut it up. You either you can roast it or you can boil it, and you mash it like mashed potatoes, and it's fucking awesome. Did you ever uh, see McGruber when they stick the celery in their butt? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Is that another cleaning technique, Mike? Do you? Do you oh, you never, you've never seen the. Uh... Movie? You've never seen my river, right? I think I, I may I've seen half of it one time. I never watched the whole they, thing. They they stick a celery up their butt to distract the enemies, that so the so other funny. one can come and kill the bad guys. That is so funny. Val Kilmer's in it as well. Yeah, he looked rough. <laughs> oh, speaking of looking rough, I watched uh, the two Sharknado two Sharknado movies last night. Why? Uh, because <laughs> Miles and Kevin have been plotting this um, wine and cheese night with Sharknado where we all dress up fancy and eat wine and cheese and then watch, like, the worst fucking movie we could think of, which was Sharknado at the time. So for years we've been planning it, but we never did it. And last night we finally did it. And um, Sharknado 2 has Mark McGrath in it, and he is so hideous. His face, he fucked up with plastic surgery or something. He looks like a Terminator with skin stretched over his face. It's 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 terrifying. Like that's the most distracting thing in the movie. And you see him with other human beings standing there, and you're like, "What is this?" Do you have like a like something to go like? That's what a normal human looks like, and then there's Mark. Right, McGrath. right. When you have the comparison, like if it's just him on the screen by himself, you don't notice. But then like Ian Ziering <laughs> will stand next to him, and you're like, "Oh, there's a human." <laughs> Yeah, they're, uh, those movies are ridiculous. So, anything else, Shane? Fuck's sake. He does look rough as fuck. <laughs> hey, oh my god, what the fuck has he done to his face? It's he distracting, look... to say the least. Oh, Jesus H. Christ. The fuck? That is definitely one too many... Gee, sweet Christ, the one I'm looking at, the picture I'm looking at, he's wearing a pair of sunglasses and he looks like he's had fucking collagen injections done all over his face apart from his nose. 
So you don't right, need to eat healthy, Shane. You can just get injections all over your yeah, face. Just Mark McGrath your face. And new. <laughs> In a nutshell. But that's rough. Good God. Yeah. But at least you didn't go the Pete Burns route. What route is that? Well, he's dead. But um yeah. You know, Alright. No. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Well, Pete Burns was the lead singer of Dead or Alive from the nineteen eighties who did You Spin Me Round. Yep. And he had so many plastic surgeries done, they counted he had 134 surgeries in 30 years. Oh, God. And that was just on his face. And yeah, then I he got it up, and then he had to go to Italy and have his whole face reconstructed because all the stuff that he'd used in his face had started eating away at his skin and started erupting and blistering, and he had holes in his face. So oh, he God. had to go to Italy and have his face completely reconstructed. That's pretty fucking metal. Yeah, and then after that, he um, ended up having more surgery done on his face to the point where he had a pulmonary embolism and he died from a heart attack. Good God. Man, I gotta write me like a hit song so I could afford all that. I could afford to get spent on that, but to like, if I had the money, I mean, that must have been taken, that must have been like thousands of dollars. Millions. Millions of dollars. Oh yeah. He actually sued one of his uh, his former plastic surgeon because of all the shit that happened to his face, and they literally had to take um, they had to do stem cell surgery um, and remove the lining of his stomach or some of the lining of his stomach so they could actually regenerate new lips for him. Oh what? Yeah. <laughs> Google Pete Burns 2016. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> All right, you, you got me, Shane. <laughs> Pete Burns 2016. What he used to look like in the 80s, he was a really handsome, good-looking bloke. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What happened here? Wow. Who's yeah, the I... prince that just died, Prince Andrew? No, that was Prince Philip, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I don't want to scare you, Shane, but they did say he had the vaccine a week before he died. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking 99. <laughs> I'm not that fucking old, you cheeky cunt. <laughs> Close. But yeah, Pete Burns, he's a freak. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah, those are, those are some rough pictures. All right, that's enough fucking celebrity gawking. <laughs> Staring at these monsters. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, let's see. Let's see what else have I. What have I been getting into? Oh, fucking Mike Whittemore, son of a bitch! Because of him, I had to pop my vinyl cherry, and I ordered the Street Fighter Alpha uh, soundtracks. Good. So this is all your fault, Mike. Well, I never bought one for myself, but now this is the first time I've done it. All right. And uh, it's good that you got those because least records albums do sell out, like quite yeah. frequently. I, I did also order the Bloodborne soundtrack because I'm like, well, I've gone this far. I might as well go all the way. Oh, they restocked it? You ordered it from there? Yeah, it was on there. Oh, wow, cool. That oh, was sold wow. out for the longest time. Nice. I haven't bought the vinyl for ages. The only disappointing thing is that the DLC songs aren't on that for Bloodborne. And I really want the uh, Ludwig song, so hmm. that's sad. But anyway... 
Uh, what else have I been doing? Uh, watching some movies. Um, I finished up the Harley Quinn cartoon, which is awesome. I recommend everyone watch that. That was really good. Uh, I mentioned this on our extra episode, Mike, but the uh, Birds of Prey movie sucked, so don't watch that. Okay. And let's see. Uh, there's a couple weird 70s movies I was watching. One's called Blood Mania. It was in a two-pack, I think from Vinegar Syndrome. And like the I, I have this poster in my house, like a little mini poster of this thing. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'll watch the movie finally. And I put it in, and it was just the worst. It was like... <laughs> It was a soap opera with like almost no killing in it, but there was so much nudity. It was like a soft core soap opera and just not good at all. But, but you just, you have to keep watching because you're like, all right, when's the next nude scene coming? Oh, two seconds from now. Awesome. So then in uh, <clears throat> the other movie that was with it, I can't remember the name of both of those. Not good. But, um, oh, we received a comment on one of our tracks, fellas. Ooh. Oh, yeah, this came in from uh, Matt Delaney uh, on our Toby Hooper podcast we did three years ago. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know why I found that funny. Go I, on. Well, I thought the same thing. So the comment is, you guys shouldn't do topics you're not interested in because I and a few fans would have had a field day discussing his unique work. Spontaneous and toolbox, you boring guys outright dismissed. Then why doesn't he go off and do a fucking podcast episode <laughs> on Toby Hooper? Then my favorite part about that is, is he's like we we spent. I looked at it, Mike. It's a fucking three hour episode. We talked about every goddamn Toby Hooper movie, but because we didn't give enough attention to Spontaneous Combustion, maybe his worst movie, and the Toolbox Murders remake, another terrible one that we're not like we're not special enough or something. <laughs> I like spontaneous combustion. Did you? Dear do your own fucking podcast and piss off. Regards, Shane. Also, he left this comment two hours and 31 minutes in, so he listened to at least two and a half hours of us. He must have been boiling that whole time. <laughs> these guys just sitting terrible. there just white knuckling it, you know? Like, I'm going to have it. Well, Matt, if you're listening, you, you make sure you listen to our newer episodes. That's where we really get into like the bidet talk and uh, you know all the important stuff that horror fans should be listening to. Yeah, like Mike's asshole. Right. Yeah. Hey, that's gonna make me money one day. <laughs> <laughs> and that when you when you come across that cleanest asshole contest, you're gonna be riding it right to the bank. <laughs> that's what I've been prepping for. <laughs> When Mike douches online live. <laughs> I was just thinking about that today because Elisa was watching this Netflix show and it had like some um, nudists on it and like they're sitting on their couch giving an interview and of course they're butt naked and they had a towel down on the couch and I'm like, yeah, well, of course you have a towel down on, the, on your couch because you don't want your butthole leaving a mark on your fucking couch. <laughs> And like, what do they do when they go to restaurants? Like, is there a sign, please wash your asshole? Like, how does that work? Who knows? Yeah. Something to think about. <laughs> I'll write it down for later. Are there any nudists out there who listen to the podcast? Please keep us informed. Yeah. Email Ryan the... or Mike. <laughs> Pixar didn't um... happen. 
Bale's grandparents. They, uh, they're not, like, nudists, but they like to be naked. How do you know this? Because I met them. (laughs) They weren't naked Naked? at the time, but they, (laughs) you know, they live in Florida. That's where this is. Oh, my God, maybe it's them. These people were from the Midwest. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'll, I'll ask Bale next time. Ask if they were on a documentary on Netflix. I'm really unnerved by this. That I may have seen Val's grandparents naked. No, I'm just unnerved by the whole situation. (laughs) I'm naked quite a bit. Not now, but oh, thank God! I don't think I've ever done a podcast naked. I have. Uh, I have definitely not worn pants before. Like not underwear either. You're. Oh, no, I'm sitting in my chair. Obviously, I'm wearing underwear. I'd have to go get a towel, Mike, if I... <laughs> so I can sit on my chair. See, you gotta you gotta be careful. If you, had, if you had a bidet, you wouldn't have to worry about it. But now, you gotta, like, put a towel down. You have to, like, not get poop on your towel. Right, right. Try make sure it's, it's not the face towel. <laughs> it, does, it, see, it doesn't matter if you have a bidet. You could use a face towel for anything. <laughs> <laughs> awesome all right fellas let's uh let's get this thing moving here uh we yeah, do have to the phone too much you know yeah we do have some news boys um so a trailer for shang chi and the legend of the ten rings came out and this is the newest oh you haven't watched it yet shane no I haven't watched that trailer yet. Yeah, it's see, it's the new a new Marvel movie coming out, and uh, it's kung fu forward, very heavy on the kung fu, and it looks like it's like a combination of styles. It's not just um, I don't know. It's not. It doesn't look like a normal superhero movie, which I think is good, and it has a little bit of like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon type wire work in it, and uh, also you know more traditional just ass kicking. So I'm hoping it'll be pretty good. I'm I'm dying for a good kung fu movie. I'm just worried about the choreography and like editing because with Marvel stuff, it's awful. It's the worst. The worst? I think so. It like oh. makes me nauseous. They like one guy flips and it takes like four shots. <laughs> it's like uh, the 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 taken shot yeah. where he's yeah. climbs over the fence. It's forty two shots. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out. Um, but I'm, I'm glad to see that there's like new movies are still coming out, you know, like bigger budget movies and stuff. So that should be good. Uh, also, there's a trailer for Love, Death and Robots for season two. And Finally. I'm pretty pumped about that. I really like the first season. So I, I like the first season, apart from that space spider creature. Yeah, I'd have to go back and watch them because I don't remember a lot of them. But they were pretty good. I I remember enjoying it. I I I it reminded me of like a good Black Mirror season, you know, before it turned to shit. I never watched it. Love Death and Robots. Yeah, Val loved it. I didn't check it out. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <clears throat> so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, what else? I think that's all I really got for now. There wasn't a whole lot going on. I'm sure there's other stuff I missed or I should be talking about, but I'm just not going to. So, uh, let's get into the topic, fellas. Mortal Kombat. 
And I probably should have preloaded that sound, but I didn't. Uh. Um, yeah, so the new movie came out. And I w went back and revisited all the Mortal Kombat films. Or at least whatever ones I could find. Um, to sort of... I'm not going to say get ready, but to take in the whole experience of Mortal Kombat. Um, were you guys big Mortal Kombat fans back in the day? Or maybe still today? Uh, I was when I was a younger, like the first couple Mortal Kombats. I mm -hmm. loved the video games. The original movies are like, still one of my favorite video game movies ever. Um, yeah, so I would say I was a fan growing up. What about you, Shane? I enjoyed the games um, many, 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 many years. Well, it was 26 years ago, isn't it? or possibly longer. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the games. Hello. <laughs> Ziggy's arrived. Yeah, he likes him too. Yeah. Yeah, I loved him too. I, w I was always more of a Street Fighter guy, but I did love playing the Mortal Kombat games. And I think they, like, dipped down in quality once they went 3D. Oh, like, for sure. When, when they got to part four, I was like, oh, I, I hate this. I don't want to play this. And I didn't really play any until I think it was nine when they sort of rebooted the series. And I I loved it. I played so much of that fucking game. I played it with Miles like every day and just get absolutely furious. That's why I don't because... play fighting games. Like <laughs> Smash Brothers, that's that's as far as I'd go. But like Mortal Kombat, I love playing it, but I can I can only play in short increments before it's oh like a bunch of holes in the wall. Yeah, exactly. That 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 definitely happens. But yeah, I love those. Um and I always thought it was weird that they're constantly trying to push like the plot of the games. Like they're they're all connected. Yeah, it's insane that they do that. I feel like other fighting games, people they just don't give a shit. Like there's a plot, but they're like, yeah, don't worry about it. You don't need to worry about that. But Mortal Kombat, they're always trying for the plot, and I think that's why they're constantly, you know, pushing movies out for this thing, or uh, or something else. Like there's no virtual fighter movie. Like I don't even know if there is a plot to that. <laughs> Oh, but, um, I just want to jump in and say, uh, my buddy Rob on Instagram, Primitive Paints on Instagram, just did um, some paintings of uh, Sub Zero mm -hmm. and a couple of other um, Mortal Kombat characters on his Instagram. So you want to check those out? Cool. So yeah, I was pretty big into the. I liked the games back in the day. Um, the first movie came out, and that was like a huge deal people lost their shit they're like oh my god it's a video game movie and it's not horrible and everyone was like singing praises in the streets of how great it was um and probably more importantly the mortal Kombat soundtrack came out <laughs> and that was awesome i was so pumped for this that i listened to the entire soundtrack twice oh i'm like this is so good it, it brought me back it made me like i forgot that was like the first time i had heard like all these artists like george clinton and uh um kmfdm fear factory i'm just like oh my god that's where i got i heard all these things from like for the first time yeah it's so, cool. negative was on there as well wasn't it yep typo negative that was another first one for that yeah it's nuts just thinking that's like oh okay that's where i heard all this shit from that's uh, 28 so years ago. That was 28 years ago when that soundtrack came out. Yeah, and sure guess what? Go on Amazon right now. It's fucking $75 for that CD. Holy fucking shit. 
They have a bunch on Discogs that are like three or four bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I saw that. I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> 75 bucks. I'm going to have a look. Mike, and that's why I pulled out my Mortal Kombat CD so I can rip my MP3s off of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame it. I was I was looking for a vinyl of it. They don't have it on vinyl. They only have it on cassette and CD. Hmm. I was really upset by that. That's surprising. Oh, the audience CD for the new soundtrack is £24.19. Well, that's a new one. No one cares about that. Yeah. Um... Oh, the Goonies for twelve pound ninety nine. Oh, Michael loved that one. That's his favorite movie. Yeah, I'll uh, buy it. And then I'll fucking break it. I'll break it. <laughs> All <laughs> right. be jokes on me, but whatever. Haha! Take that wallet. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk. Let's talk the first Mortal Kombat movie. Did you guys watch CD this at all? For, audio CD for the Mortal Kombat More Combat soundtrack. Nope, that's not it. That's not it. A hundred pounds and eighty-six pence. Holy shit! Yeah. Um, usually dispatched within four to five days. Free delivery. Yeah, I want to be at that fucking price. Cheeky bastards. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched the first movie uh, before I went to go see Mortal Kombat in theaters. Okay. Yeah. And so, it's... the first one, nineteen ninety-five, directed by Paul W. S. Anderson. Uh, who people would probably know for from <clears throat> Event Horizon and a bunch of really shitty Resident Evil movies. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it stars Christopher Lambert from Highlander as Raiden. Uh, Robin Shu, uh, who was also in Beverly Hills Ninja, the Dead or Alive <laughs> movies based on video games. Uh, and the Street Fighter, The Legend of Chung Li, also based on video games. So he he's cornered the market, guys. Um, the movie also has, what's that, Shane? Good for him. Yeah. Uh, Carrie, oh boy. All right, let me try this. Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa, um, he plays Shang Tsung. He was in, uh, the Tekken movie based on a series of fighting games. Uh, Showdown in Little Tokyo. And also, I didn't even realize this, he voices uh, Shang Tsung in all the new video games. Anytime he's got a voice, he does the voice for it. That's I love when that happens. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> Bridget Wilson Sampras, who plays Miss Veronica Vaughn in Billy Madison. Uh, she was also in the House on Haunted Hill remake and Last Action Hero. And I, I love seeing her on there. Elisa walks in and she goes, isn't that the lady that dates Billy Madison? I'm like, yes. Your milk will never be our milk. <laughs> oh, man. So revisiting this, I was actually slightly disappointed. Oh. Uh, and I say that because I was so amped up for it. I think, like you had just mentioned, Mike, the editing, there are so many, like, quick back and forth jarring like shots and it's everything is constantly shot from the ground up and tilted because it's the (laughs) 1990s yep (laughs) and it was a little distracting i still greatly enjoyed it i thought it was still fun and what i did notice comparing to like every other one of the movies the sets in this first one are amazing they're unbelievable like they went all out (laughs) i loved it so much like a large like 
animatronic Goro, for God's sake. So yes, like, this a, is amazing. It's a, they built a Goro robot. <laughs> oh, oh it's incredible. Combat, Mortal Kombat soundtrack for £15.90 free delivery delivered May the 17th to 26th. Yeah, but is that the video game soundtrack or the movie soundtrack? That's the movie soundtrack. All right. Well, you better buy it up, Shane. Uh, no, fuck that, because it comes from Japan. <laughs> okay. That's too far. Too far. I can't buy. I can't possibly buy anything that comes from that far away. You know, you don't have to pick it up, right? <laughs> yeah, Hang on. How much is it on Discogs? Oh my god. Oh, so yeah. Uh, it, 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 this movie looks incredible. It it's just absolutely gorgeous, and it's the CGI is so awful that like when reptiles on the screen and he's like the, the oh, no. lizard, you're yeah. you're you're nauseous. You're like, oh no, I I can't. If people can't see me watching this, someone will find out. <laughs> but the music building oh, up to reptile God. fight, dude, like, holy shit. <laughs> I love that they put in the audio from the games. Yep. <laughs> like, it's, when he comes to life, reptile, you're like, yep. yes! <laughs> and I just love it. Even, in, like, all the versions, even in the new one, they're like, flawless victory. And I don't care how lame it is, every time they say it, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, come on. I, I wrote a note on that that I'm pissed off about that, Mike. I love it. I love how hammed up it is. And it's, any of the They're movies, not it's so flawless stupid. victories. Oh, they're I know getting... they're not. I know they're not. Like, as he said it after the Goro-Johnny Cage fight. Johnny Cage got his ass handed to him before yeah. he... Uh, but it was just like, ugh. Fatality. I'm like, yes, you are <laughs> right, Shang Tsung. so embarrassing. I know, it's so bad. But it sounds so good coming out of that guy. Yep. I love that he's so serious. He's like, fatality. <laughs> doesn't hold back uh, i think the fighting in it is pretty good it's up and down some of it's not as good but like uh the fucking johnny cage and scorpion fight is to this day it's it's just beautiful yeah, exactly ziggy thank you it's amazing it's one that was one of my favorite scenes growing up and i haven't watched the mortal kombat movie in so long and that's why i rented it off youtube and it still, like, holds up. I was like, we're almost late for Mortal Kombat. Because I was like, Val, you need to... She's seen it before, but I'm like, we gotta watch the Scorpion. Up until the Scorpion Johnny Cage fight. Oh, man. I love it. I, I love that they just put his audio, like, from the games. Get over here! <laughs> Get down here! I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, so, I really did enjoy that movie. Um, it's probably my favorite one just because it looks good and they like it's just the plot of the game they don't try to do anything else there's no added anything uh, and you don't really see that in video game movies you know they're always trying to like well we can't make it like the game because i don't know why like you're gonna have to make the fucking super mario brothers movie about like dinosaurs or something instead of you know a <laughs> koopa being a big turtle i don't know so um yeah it's great it's just a big black woman <laughs> right. <laughs> She's just fat. That's it. <laughs> and uh I I had while I was watching this, I had the moment that I was probably I, I can't believe how proud I was of Elisa. So she wasn't really watching this one with me. She was kinda in and out of the room, like sit down for a minute. She sit, was watching her computer, was dicking around. So she's sitting there and she looks at the screen 
and she goes, oh, this movie is just like Enter the Dragon. And I was like, oh, my God, babe. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I've never been more proud of my life. <laughs> uh, I think some of the background stuff on the movie is funny, too. Like, at one point, so when they originally made the video game, they wanted Johnny Cage to be Van Damme. And they were going to try to make the game like a Van Damme video game. And that was going to be the big selling point. But, you know, they couldn't get him because he was, like, rich and famous and stuff. So um, they ended up not using him. And they were making this movie, and they were like, we have to get Van Damme to play Johnny Cage. That's what we want. And they went to him, and he's like, I'm too busy because I'm filming I'm way Street too Fighter. for this. He was literally filming Street Fighter at the time, and they were like, no. So they did not. they were not able to secure Van Damme in the role of Johnny Cage, which is sad. I, th- I think that might would make it worse. I don't know. I couldn't see. I love the guy that played Johnny Cage. He even voiced him in like Mortal Kombat 9 or something. Oh, which is he? really neat. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I-, I love him in it. He was great. Yeah, everybody's pretty good. I mean, Katana is kind of useless, but, but she's there. Katana, though. Very, very attractive lady. Nice yeah, to see on was, the screen. She was a Bond. She was a Bond girl. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. So, yeah, any other thoughts on this one? It's amazing. And if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Because it's the best Mortal Kombat movie. Absolutely. In terms of video game movies, where would you put it? Is it still at the top, Mike? Oh, for sure. I I don't have, like, a list of video game movies off the top of my head, but it's definitely in my top five. Yeah, I haven't... So, like, a lot of the more recent ones, like, there's, like, Rampage, and I haven't seen the new Tomb Raider, and you know, anything in the last ten years, basically. I don't think I've seen any video game movies. But, um, yeah, this one, up to that point, this is definitely the top one, in my yeah. opinion. Oh, for sure. And they take everything so seriously. It's, like, not a joke. Oh, it's, it's just amazing. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. All right, next up, fellas, I got Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, 19, oh, I wrote 96 on here. I don't even know if that's accurate. It might be 97. I didn't really look this up. Um, directed by John R. Leonetti, who also directed Butterfly Effect 2, Annabelle, and Wish Upon. Um, it's a little bit of a dicey pass on this guy. Uh, now Raiden is a different actor. Now James Remar is Raiden. <laughs> Sandra, Sonya's a different actress. Now it's Sandra Hess. Johnny Cage is a different actor. No, <laughs> same. he's the same actor. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. It's just, they just kill him off early on, but he's the same no, guy. No, it's a different guy. No, it's not. Is it? It's the same guy. Why does he look so different? Because it was two years later. Get the hell out of here. No, it's not. It's a different guy. No, it. Chris Conrad. Get out of here. Johnny Cage. <laughs> Even though we're looking at the same website, I'm still going to IMDB it. Where the fuck? Oh, Chris Con- Yeah, what the fuck? It looks just like him. <laughs> That's crazy. I just watched like the first part of Annihilation uh, he, last he night. He is only in the movie for like 30 seconds. Damn, I thought that's why they that's why they killed him off then early on because I read that the original Johnny Cage didn't want to do it because he didn't like the script. Smart. And yeah, so I thought that they just killed him off early on because of that. I didn't know they could switch the actor. You just blew my mind. It looks just like him. 
I'm <laughs> like blew, blew my mind. Can't even tell. Oh, and uh, Shao Kahn is played by Brian Thompson, uh, <laughs> who people will probably rec- if you see his face, you recognize him. He was the bad guy in Cobra. Uh, he was in this really cheesy '80s movie I, I watched recently called Nightwish, and of course, Mike's favorite, uh, Flight of the Living Dead. Yep. So he's always good. He's a good character actor and hamming things up and being over the top. No, he's <laughs> so over the top of this too. So he was in. Um, hang on, I I might be wrong. Wasn't he in Fright Night too? Uh maybe. Like yeah, Fright Night Thompson. He was in Fright Night too. The eighties Fright Night too. Yeah, he was also he was the um the girl uh the limo driver. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, he was in Dragonheart and Terminator. Yeah, he was also Terminator. In yeah, yeah, he was he was punk. Oh, was he one of the one of the guys with Bill Paxton? Yeah, must have been. He nice. was also in several episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, playing different characters. Oh, I love when that happens. <laughs> you're like, wait, were you a bad guy last time? Now you're a good guy. <laughs> he played a bad guy on both. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um. So this movie is a huge piece of shit. <laughs> you know, I, I was just, uh, you saw it, but I was just defending Annihilation because uh, Lawn of the Dead on the forum said. Actually, uh, I did not see this, Mike. Oh, I, I don't know what so you're talking like, about. He said the new Mortal Kombat, in his opinion, was three out of ten, which I wholeheartedly disagree with, but we'll get into it. But I even I said that I wouldn't even give Annihilation a three out of ten. Oh, I and would. And I started watching it. It's been years since I watched it, but I, I guess you know I have that. I haven't oh, seen it in a while, so I thought I liked it more than I did. So I was watching it last night. I got through like halfway. I'm gonna finish it today, but I was like, this is definitely a three out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I also, to, I, I also did not finish it, Mike. I couldn't finish it. <laughs> it's right when uh, not Melina. Was it Melina? Yeah, Jade? she was like, she was like, Katana's like, mother, you're alive. And she's like, she's like, but you will die. And I'm like, man, I got to turn this off. <laughs> That's a minute in. That's right at the beginning. <laughs> I know. I'm looking at the soundtrack for um, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That had some fucking kick-ass tunes on it. Yeah, it, that was actually a pretty good soundtrack as well. Yeah. Unfortunately, it gets paired with this movie. Uh, there are so many problems with the movie. I hate. I mean, the acting is just the worst. Everybody's awful. Jax and the the lady you mentioned. Um, what the hell is her name? Sindel. She was the worst Sindel, by yeah. far. They, they. I can't believe they gave her lines. They should have just not given her any lines. Yeah. Uh, the guy That's playing stupid, stupid ball rolling thing where they're just like, you could get to any part of the earth. And, and they said in mere hours, and I'm like, or they say like any part of the United States in mere hours. I'm like, mere hours? Like, okay, you can take a plane. <laughs> right. <laughs> we figured this out already. Also, <laughs> where do you come out? Like, it never it never explains, like, the ball goes somewhere. How do you stop it? How do you get out? Like, where, is there a hole in the ground? Because, yeah, that's that's a good point, because they're, her, uh, uh, Liu Kang Katana are in the one, and she's like, go to the right, hard, and he's like, ah, and then they, like, that's how you have to turn the thing? <laughs> like, Sonya takes it and goes to some military facility to meet Jax or whatever, 
but like what the military facility didn't realize there was a huge hole in the ground that led to all these tubes and balls. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it I, I, awful. Everything was awful. The robots, uh, Cyrax and Smoke, I think is in it. Um, F minus. They look so bad. Like in the video game, they're wearing uh, like m- motorcycle gear. And, like, helmets, because, like, whatever, it's a video game. They're, like, six pixels tall. Who cares? And they did the same thing in this movie, and it just looks terrible. Like, garbage. Everything looks terrible. Um, The one scene that blows my mind they left in is Smoke is, like, firing a missile out of his chest, and Sub-Zero comes floating in like, super slow and is blasting him with ice, and it looks so bad. Like, you have to watch this on screen, and you, you are immediately embarrassed. You're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm watching this. Like, it, it feels like something you shouldn't be watching. Yeah. So, yeah. And and that CGI, if, if you thought the CGI was bad in the first one, they cranked it up to, like, the worst of all time. Like, there, I don't know if there's CGI worse than this. That ending scene... It's like I said, I shut off like halfway through, but like, is the ending scene claymation or was that CGI? No, it was CGI. Okay. And it looks bad, real bad. Like it was so much better when it was just two guys fighting and then one guy knocks the other into a pit. (laughs) Like, okay, that looks cool. That's another thing that was way worse in this one was like someone gets hit and they get launched like 15, 20 feet. It still happens in movies today. But I feel like everybody in that movie who gets punched once gets flown into a, a random brick wall. Yeah. Like, come on. Also in this, uh, Jax's arms are like robot sleeves. He doesn't have his arms like replaced or taken off. They're sleeves that he pulls off at one point. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, Yeah. Like, that's when he truly discovers that he had it all in him the whole time, Mike. He doesn't need the robot sleeves. They pulled the Space Jam. (laughs) You had it in you the whole time. (laughs) Oh, horrible. Yeah, so I I don't recommend anyone watch this. Are you going to finish it? (sighs) As I'm going to tonight. (laughs) Okay, I, I will put it on after I record this, but I promise you I am also planning on taking a nap. I've got a feeling the nap is going to be precedent. Name a better pair. Nap and Annihilation. <laughs> it's perfect nap and weather, too. It just stopped raining, so everything's like cold and damp, and it's still overcast. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to take a nap. It's going to be so good. It sucks about Annihilation, because they had, like, they had all these awesome characters in it, and, like, Jax, and then Cyrax, and Smoke, and you had, like... Uh, like just expanded characters from the game, and they just shit the bed. Yeah, yeah. They were gonna make a third one from this, um, but I something happened. Like a, a hurricane came through the sets and destroyed all the sets, and they were like, "Nope, we're not. We're done." We'll take that as a no. Yeah. So, How many at a front to God. Movies are there? What's that? How many Mortal Kombat movies are there? Well, there was those two. There's the new one. Yeah. Um, I've got... Uh, there's, like, Mortal Kombat Legacy. I think that was a show. Right, that was the one that with the uh, the, the internet show, right? 
I think yeah, so. But, uh, Mortal Kombat Legacy had Casper Van Diem in it. That's a good choice for Johnny Cage. Yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge, Mortal Kombat 11, Mortal Kombat Conquest, Mortal Kombat Rebirth. Rebirth? What the hell's that? Michael Jai White, isn't it? Um, oh, oh, that's the that's the short film that they made that spawned the internet series. Oh, okay. That was awesome. If you check that out, that's really cool. It's it's like a, I don't even know how long it is, like 10, 20 minutes maybe. And it's just like a, a quick thing. Eight minutes. Is that all it is? Yeah, eight minutes. Uh, it's worth watching. That's a great that's a great watch. So I did watch Shane uh, Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. Yeah. This is this is on HBO Max. Um, it's a cartoon. It was made by and directed by Ethan Spaulding, who also did a few other more modern cartoons, like some of the newer Scooby Doo cartoons, and he did some of the DC animated movies, uh, including Son of Batman, Assault on Arkham, which is a Suicide Squad movie, and takes place in the Arkham universe, the Arkham video game universe, which is pretty cool. Hold on and, one second. Uh oh. And Justice League Throne of Atlantis, which is not that great. Um, <clears throat> the voice actors in it, Jennifer Carpenter's in it. She was in The Exorcism of Emily Rose, Sublock yeah. 99, and Quarantine. Uh, Joel McHale voices Johnny Cage. What? If, I could see that. If you're going to get somebody that's a huge douche, Joel McHale's a perfect choice to play <laughs> yeah. Johnny Cage. I mean, you know, it's a cartoon, so it's just his voice, but it's pretty good. And there's other a whole bunch of other like um, voice acting legends: Steve Blum, um, Ike Amandi, Patrick Seitz. These are all guys that are in like every single TV show and video game. They voice all kinds of stuff, so you like you you hear the voices that you've heard before. Um, the movie itself is mostly focused on Scorpion, and that it shows his backstory and how he gets killed. And then he ends up in hell, and he has to fight, kill every demon in hell to make it to Quan Chi to be able to come back to Earth to fight in the tournament. That's and so then this, cool. <laughs> the side story oh, is the tournament itself with like Liu Kang and Johnny Cage and Raiden, and that's just sort of, sort of kind of happening. But you're like watching wow. a scorpion try to take down Sub Zero and get revenge. Um, and overall, I mean. I know I said I loved the, the first Mortal Kombat movie. This may be as good or better than hmm. the uh, the first movie. The, the violence level in this is unprecedented that I've seen in a cartoon. I mean, even in terms of, like, anime violence, this is beyond over the top. There is wow. so much gore in this. Heads being split open, ripped off, chest tearing open entrails spilling out and he's using them as like to strangle people like it's so gory and so amazing and i can't believe they fucking made this into a cartoon like some kid is gonna be on his parents hbo max and be like oh cool mortal Kombat cartoon <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i remember oh, you gonna... uh recommending it to me and i just did not get a chance to watch it yet all you get just the first five minutes is all you need to see and if you make it through that you're like okay i'm uh I'm going to have to watch this entire thing. Like, the first five minutes are so over the top when, like, Scorpion's... It, it's, it, it's whatever, it is Ninja Clan or something, and he's hanging out with his son, and, like, he's tearing people in half. It's incredible. What's the uh, what's the name of it again? Uh, Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge. 
Damn, 7.4 on IMDb. Yeah, it's good. It's real good. So uh, I would highly recommend whatever you're going to watch, watch that one. Because it, 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 it gets everything right. Just insane. Absolutely insane. So let's get to the new one. Um, 2021 Mortal Kombat, directed by Simon McCoyd. That's a horrible name. Uh, he directed literally nothing else that I could find. Um, and uh, yeah, it's essentially a reboot of the uh, the Mortal Kombat story, sort of starting over. And um, what'd you think of it, Mike? I know you said you liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. Um... Ha! Sorry. What? Nothing. It's fine. <laughs> so I liked it a lot because... You know, the, the main character kind of sucks. He's very bland. Uh, but the intro scene was phenomenal. It was super well done. It was emotional. They actually have a, a Japanese Raiden for a change. And, yeah, that was uh, nice. Yeah. So not, uh, you know, Christopher Lambert. Lambert. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. The, the violence was fantastic. Uh, the choreography was really good. There were a lot of cuts in it, though, too, but it was better than I thought it would be. Uh, the climax was a little disappointing. Um, Kano was amazing in it. And, yeah, I liked it a lot. I, I And the, the very ending was uh, ballsy on their part. And I think that I liked it better because I really felt like this was a uh, Mortal Kombat Origins film. Because mm. if they're going to reboot it, they're going to have to introduce all these characters. And intro movies suck. Origin movies are boring. We already know. We're already invested in these characters. Right. But they did it anyway. And I feel like uh, the next movie is going to be more focused on the tournament. And I am super down for it. How about you, Shane? What did you think of it? I agree 100% with Mike. I thought the main character in this, what was his fucking name? Um, Coley. Um, Coley. I thought, uh, <laughs> Coley. Yeah. Coley Young, whatever his fucking name is. I thought he was like, he was like a wet, wet blanket. Um, I thought he was a bit cheesetastic, but overall the opening scene, the opening fight scene was just fucking awesome. I can remember, I just sat there. I literally was watching it, and I thought, oh, it's a nice Japanese family, blah, 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 doing the gardening. Well, fuck me, they've just massacred everybody. And I was just like, wow. Uh, just watching the um, the fight scenes and the gore and people being sliced up, and I literally sat there with my jaw to the floor. I was like, this is what we want. This is what I want. This is what I've always wanted to see in a Mortal Kombat movie. Um, like a character-driven story. Um the story itself I thought started off really cool and then it was like some of the fight scenes in it I just thought were amazing um Kano I thought was a grade a prick but he's supposed to be but he was still really cool and I found it really funny um and I found his character quite funny because being Australian and just being like a wanted fugitive in 21 countries or wherever it is I just thought he was really ballsy excuse me um and i thought um <laughs> i have to say sonia blade she was a bit shit um she was probably the only character in the movie i didn't like but 
the fight scenes I thought were absolutely epic. The gore delivered. Sub Zero was awesome. Um, his fight scenes were just fucking epic. And I was very, very happy that we had all the scenes from the trailer for Sub Zero in the film, which made me very pleased. Especially with the blood sword and his ice sword and all that. I just thought that was epic. I loved it. Um, and soundtrack wise, you know, it suited it. You know, it was perfect. The score was great. Um, the the thumping techno remix version of the Mortal Kombat theme I thought was quite good as well. And I don't really listen to techno, but you know, I thought that was quite a good version. But overall, I really enjoyed the movie. And like Mike, I look forward to the sequel. See, I think this was more of a a huge steaming pile of shit. Well, yeah, well, I got that. What? I saw your comment <laughs> on the post, and I thought, I'm going to lead into it, because obviously Ryan just Ryan's just one of these people. He hates, well, geez, like you, Mike, and me, we all hate movies that people absolutely love. And I just thought to myself, Do you know what? I'll just wait until Sunday, you know. <laughs> Just wait till Sunday. I really you you hated it. I uh I hated it. I, it's not a three. Okay, it's not Annihilation. I'm not gonna say that, but it's definitely nowhere near a five. It's like a four and a half. I hated it. Wow. Uh, with exceptions. Okay. Kano, Josh. What's like Josh Lawson? Uh, was fucking hilarious. I laughed at every line that guy said. He kept me invested in the movie. I would have fucking bailed way long ago. Um, the 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 beginning, like you mentioned, Mike, was excellent. I love that they had the Sub Zero and Scorpion. I loved that when Sub Zero was speaking, it said it was in Chinese, and like the wife couldn't understand and didn't know what oh, he was talking was about. And then, but so to have like two characters have a conversation on screen, and they're both speaking different languages, and neither of them are English. You're like, that's awesome. I love the authenticity of that. I love the fighting. The choreography in this movie was great. I thought all that worked really well. The gore levels, excellent. Excellent gore. Uh, I don't know if I'd want, you know, anything other than uh, than what was in there. But everything else, the plot, the acting, I thought it was all horrid. Absolutely horrid. And my biggest, biggest, biggest gripe with the movie is there's a little thing in cinema that they call show don't tell. So if you're if you have an interesting thing that's happening, show the fucking audience. Don't just have a character say it. I want to see what happened where Jax killed a guy and got his tattoo or whatever. I want to see the scene where Kano slit a guy's throat. I want to see the scene where Liu Kang had to go and kill this like child rapist. Like all this stuff sounds awesome. Fucking show it to me. Instead, I we could get... see that, but the stuff you just said wasn't interesting to me at all. Like I, I mean, I don't care about that. If that makes any sense, like the, the main characters, yeah. Also, get rid of the main character. Get him. Just get rid of him. Oh, don't have him he in the was movie. he was awful. I, I I don't want to say he was awful, but like he provided. Not they should not have invented a new character for the main no. guy. Big they mistake. should have brought like just make Liu Kang or something the main guy. Um. But yeah, I agree. The a lot of it was uh, pretty bland. The the entire middle of the movie is that just was garbage. A, that was a slog. It it was. Um, 
but I still it's uh, Kano really helped. Kano helped, yes. <laughs> Kano he, helped I us. will not deny he kept me in the fucking movie. <laughs> oh, you know what I found out too? Funny, this is uh, uh, about the first one, but so in the first Mortal Kombat movie, he's obviously Australian, right? Uh, apparently, they were originally supposed to make him like Japanese or something. And this guy came in and read for the part, and they were like, oh, we love this Australian guy, let's bring him in. Turns out, that guy wasn't Australian at all. He was British, and he was doing an Australian accent, and for the rest of his life, he, like, pretended to be Australian in, like, <laughs> Aust Australian commercials and shit. So, <laughs> there's, like, all these Australian commercials of, like, uh, cleaning products, and he's, like, the Mr. Clean in Australia, but he's fucking Kano. Yeah, and that's why he's still Australian. That's why Kano is still Australian, because of him. Yeah, exactly. So I, I just thought that was a funny little side thing. Um, yeah, I didn't like... I didn't like anybody. I think I think they pussied out on the whole Cole thing. In my opinion, they probably originally wrote the movie that Cole would turn into Scorpion. Yeah. But they... They didn't do that. They, like, I, I think they filmed all the Scorpion fight scenes and stuff, and it was all this awesome crap, but they, I don't know why they backed off of it, because maybe they wanted to be like, oh, no, but we still have a ghost Scorpion. He's still cool, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know what they, what the thought process was behind that. They could um, still do that for the sequel. Like, maybe he didn't get all of his powers. Also, what are his powers? He's got police batons. Okay, uh, he, and he also has armor that lets him fight Goro and literally no one else. Oh, let's not spoil it yet. Oh, come on. Unless you want to spoil it. I do want to spoil it, because I want to trash this movie. All right, we could spoil it. These are spoilers now. Okay, yeah, so full Cole spoilers fights ahead. Goro. And, you yeah. know, I do got to say, in both the original Mortal Kombat and this one... You know, the original Mortal Kombat, Goro is like this menacing guy, and obviously it was animatronic, so they couldn't really do that much with him because his fatality was horrible because <laughs> he just punches the guy in the, in the face. But, um, yeah. He punches him in the head. But in this one, like, Goro is like fucking Prince Goro. He's supposed to be like this maniac, and he gets his ass handed to him by some dude who just discovered his powers. Yeah. You know, and that, his, that was... his powers are a, a, a gold shirt. Yeah. And um, and police batons, like you said, that yep. may or may not be sharp because they show them and they don't look sharp. But then he like slices Goro's gut open. I'm like, yeah, oh, I, I guess they're sharp. I mean, the fight like Goro looked badass. And that's one of the things I really loved about this movie. The look of it was fantastic. They got like all the characters down. The costumes um, were good. Yes. Costume, Except for not the choreography, but the like set design was great. When they like show all like Outer World and everything, that's uh, awesome. I didn't I didn't love that. I I thought the Outer World looked bad, not as really? bad as Annihilation, but <laughs> but bad. See, I liked all the uh, like you said the costumes. I like I like the fact that Outer World is like this big place because in the first Mortal Kombat and Annihilation, I felt like it was like this. It didn't have the scope of like yeah, Outer like one, World, you know, one it's, like, tower. Yeah, it's a road one, yeah exactly. Of it. And this play, it looked like a like a different planet in a way. It was pretty neat, hmm. and Cabal was awesome. Oh, oh, I was gonna say awful. Really? Oh, I hated him. His voice—I don't even know what he was supposed to be. He sounded like a gangster. I legit 
and this is I said this to Vale during the movie. I thought I forget his last name, but he sounds like Fat Tony from The Simpsons. <laughs> I did Fat Tony. Is that and I was Xavier? like, Does he do Fat Tony? I was like, did they th- did they get Joe what's his face to like voice this guy? Because he's like Kano is just this low life piece of shit. I'm like, that's hysterical. <laughs> that is awful. I mean, not that I care like what cabal's background or what he's supposed to sound like but don't make him sound like a cartoon gangster (laughs) oh i did not like that that was not impressive i i thought also the uh kung lao and um what's his face uh lu kang uh i thought they were too similar in terms of like they're both kind of dickheads and follow like the whatever the light or something like it was almost like they were the same character but one was a little bit more of a dick i don't know i I think you they needed to differentiate him a little bit more although kung lao had the best fatality in the whole movie oh it was amazing although he was fighting who was that a new character no none of these are new characters besides the main guy the batgirl Um, yeah yeah, i forget because i just read like I said in the last thing, I love reading up on like cameos and Easter eggs and shit. So uh, the dude with the hammer was in like Mortal Car- uh, Kombat Armageddon, and oh, Atara. Uh, he played what? yeah Rayco Nathan Jones. Right. So he was in like Armageddon or something, and Atara was in like one of the previous Mortal Kombat's, like the later ones that you and I probably never played. Yeah, but Armageddon's like what five or six? No, isn't it? Okay, I think it came out in like two thousand or something. Ugh. But they did they did pull it from like the games, and um, yeah, there's like a lot of Easter eggs. They showed Nightwolf in one of the the paper clippings. They showed uh, that God one. Oh, what the hell is its name? I know Kodal who you're Khan. talking about. Kotal Khan. Yeah. They showed yep. like that. Uh, Kano Steel Shinox like amulet. It was pretty neat. Like I like I like that kind of stuff. It shows that they can really expand out with the characters. But I wanted more of those characters. And then yeah. right when at the end, when fucking Shang Tsung was like, "Oh, we can always get more people," I'm like, "Yes!" <laughs> I'm like, "No thanks." <laughs> Just bathe me in all these other characters because I want to see them with like updated costumes and like how will they do it? Put it on screen. I'm I'm all for it. And the, the as thing... I said, no, go ahead. No, yeah, I I didn't want to stop you. I was gonna say the, the what what bothered me a lot is that I didn't like that it wasn't a Mortal Kombat tournament. Yes, and I, not I, that I want to see the same movie over and over and over again, but I'm like, it's a fucking fighting game. Like the game is a fighting game. That's what you're basing it off of. It's supposed to be like a fighting tournament. Like I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it's not a game. They gotta like, it's a movie. Unfortunately, they gotta like do a build up. Even though the first Mortal Kombat built it up so well, right. but like this one, I mean, if they're gonna flesh out a lot of characters, they have to have like an intro movie. Right. Also, this movie when it when it opens and they've got the the first thing on the screen is explaining that oh, Outworld has won nine tournaments, and if they win this tournament, then they they'll earth is going to be taken over i'm like if you have to put a title card that says that that means you didn't say it in the movie that means yeah. you don't explain what's going on <laughs> and they for sure said it in the first movie oh yeah oh yeah so i'm like oh god it, it, a lot of my stuff i have problems with is just the storytelling part of this movie and it's not like i know the plot doesn't mean anything it's a fucking mortal Kombat movie people are only going to watch this for the fatalities and those are great 
but I hated everything else. I think they should have, if you're going to stick with this Cole guy, he should have just turned into Scorpion when he was fighting Goro. And you'd be like, okay, I accept that. You know, he's got the Scorpion harpoon. Now he's Scorpion. Fine. Just yeah. move on. Or if he gets possessed by the spirit of Scorpion or whatever. Both of those would have been okay. Uh, the Sub-Zero stuff was pretty cool. I liked that. I liked all the fights. I hated that it was in his gym. And they, like, when they all get their powers or whatever and Raiden teleports them into the, the that void. That was my major problem. Holy shit. Oh, that oh, climax Raiden, can, sucked. Can, can you send us to wherever we want? Yes, of course. What? Well, then why did they have to trek through the desert to get to the fucking place? Why didn't Raiden just teleport them there? Once my, my, main, my main problem was that, because I thought that was really, like, hammed in. Because, yeah, it's it's like that in the games, right? I think, like, Raiden teleports your opponents to you, because I remember, like, lightning strikes down. But, like, the, I don't know. I just I felt it was super anticlimactic. Like, the fights weren't that long, and they, like, she, like, kills Kano, like, immediately. I was like, oh. Okay. Damn. I don't know. And then, like, where did Liu Kang come from? Uh, what do you mean? They were, just, they were just, like, uh, Sonya, uh, who are the other two? Oh, she was with Kano, Sonya, and, uh, Cole. They were just walking through the desert. Oh, yeah, Liu Kang shows up. And he just, he's like, hey, what's up? I hear, I'll show you where you gotta go. <laughs> I'm like, where the hell did he come from? He was waiting for him. He was hanging out. Oh, okay. In the desert. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of that stuff just doesn't make sense. Uh, the I thought the the guy that played Liu Kang is so ripped, he's fucking chiseled yeah, out of... Like, I mean, I can't believe how cut that guy was. That was distracting. I'm like, oh my god, this guy's too in shape. He's <laughs> <laughs> starting to make you feel bad about yourself. <laughs> oh, I always feel bad about myself. I'm like the Hulk. That's my secret. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I mean, I like the movie. I thought it was a. I, I see. I pictured it as the movie was going on. I pictured it as a origin story. So yeah. I like became cool with it. And for what it was, it like ticked a lot of the boxes for me. The main character sucked. The climax was eh. But I'd still give it like a seven out of ten. What do you want out of the next ones? Oh, for sure. Like I want, I want them to go get Johnny Cage. I want like so. This is my perfect next Mortal Kombat movie, which. I said it was ballsy because they did like announce a sequel like right at the end of this one, which I, I don't see it not making enough money because the hype was crazy. But um, I, for my next movie, I would love it to be starting out with like all of them going after their characters or going after the people that they were assigned to go after Cole getting Johnny Cage and Sony getting whoever and blah, blah, blah. And like them. The ending, I want the, like, last half of the movie just to be the tournament shit. And then the, I, I think Lana the Dead on the forum said the, uh, he read up an interview of the director, and the director said he wants to make the next one uh, tournament, and the third one, like, Shao Kahn, Outer World type shit. And I would think that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Shane? What Overall? Overall, <clears throat> I give Mortal Kombat an 7 out of 10. Primarily because I thought the fight scenes in the goal were fucking superb. Some of the acting in it was a bit cheesy. Um, well, obviously, the the dialogue in the film 
um, towards the end was kind of, well, it was just cheesy. It was meant to be, I guess, um, just like a complete throwback to the original movie and the games. But um, I just want to correct you, Ryan, where you were talking about um, the guys being teleported. Um, yeah. It, what, they didn't actually get teleported into the desert. That was before when they were they got dropped in via the plane. No, I know. I'm saying why yeah. didn't Raiden just teleport them there instead of making them run through the desert? <laughs> but anyway, um, overall... I thought the movie was really good. I enjoyed it. I love the fight. I love the fight scenes. I love the gore, and um, I was just glad I got to see it. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. More of these. Ugh. I got. I got. I feel another annihilation coming. Like <laughs> I feel like it's just going to be horrible. I'm surprised because I feel like this is this is really going to build up to something good. I don't know. I got my doubts. I mean, especially with this fucking guy, Cole. I mean, they're going to write him out. They're they're going to get rid of him. I mean, they're going to have to because people don't care. See, Val thought that uh, Sub-Zero was going to go to his house because first he kind of like fucked off and he's like, I'm not going to be doing any of this. And he goes I back expected to the house. same thing. Mike, and Sub-Zero is going to come yeah. and kill his family and then become the next Scorpion. But then he yes. just became Bland Man. With a t-shirt, a, a fucking Abercrombie and Fitch t-shirt that won't quit. I don't get it. I don't get this guy. Like, what What made them think of, okay, well, we're not going to turn him into Scorpion. Well, what do we turn him into? I don't know. We already had him filmed wearing a yellow shirt. Make it like a, <laughs> I don't know, like a t-shirt that he wears or something. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, at one point, his daughter is like, cool armor. And I'm like, it's armor? Well, it turns red when Goro punches him, but not when anyone else punches him. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe it it blocks Goro punches. That's his power. It's very specific. I, I was yeah, it's very specific. <laughs> I was expecting it to be like Black Panther, you know, where his suit gets like hit and he charges up like a blast or something. I thought it was going to do that, and it didn't. So I don't I don't know what it what it did. Uh, the Goro stuff it looked pretty good actually. All the CGI in this wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, and I know this was a relatively lower budget movie than like most you know big movies. I thought Reptile looked fucking cool. That was a that was a good scene. I, I thought liked, it looked uh, okay. I thought it was a little. See, I liked the original Mortal Kombat where Reptile looks just like Scorpion and Sub Zero for some reason. I <laughs> because loved that because he's was... a palette swap in a video game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Color. I don't know. Yeah, I loved it. I don't know why. I feel like there's like a deeper lore to all these like these guys with the mask and the. I know it's just a palette, so I know. But like when I was a kid, I'm like, man, there must be something. They must be part of something bigger and everything. And I love that. Uh, even in the first movie, it was. You know, he was like just green scorpion or green sub zero. And this one he's just like a literally a reptile. I'm like, yeah, oh. he's a lizard man, yeah. I did love Kano's fight with him when Kano <laughs> tears his heart out. That was oh, fucking yeah. great. <laughs> and I did like how Kano was making fun of everything in the movie because of how stupid it was. And uh probably the the dumbest thing is when Sonya shows him his wall. So Sonya lives in a trailer in Gary, Indiana. Yep. To to research Mortal Kombat, but she works for Special Forces, 
but it's not is it the military like what what does she do that she's stuck in a trailer that she's lived there her whole life i don't know i think she says she's ex special forces oh okay all right and and she shows him her, her charlie day wall with all the stuff on it and one of them and she's like it's all leading up to this and it's a picture of the words mortal combat the combat's written backwards and i'm i'm like that's the dumbest fucking thing i've ever seen like you took a picture of words written on a wall somewhere what makes you think that that (laughs) they they did that just for the joke which which is yes i mean back when mortal combat first came out they they were gonna title it mortal combat with a c but they i forget why they couldn't title it that way but they had to make it with a K and that's, and people were questioning it. But my, my favorite like cameo from, or not cameo, but like Easter egg from the games is when I forget it was a Kung Lao or Liu Kang who just kept sweeping Kano. Yeah. And Kano's like, is that the only mo- move, you know? And it's like, that's straight from the games. Cause it's famous for the leg sweep where it's just like super hard to defend against. Yeah. And he's like, was that the only move, you know, I started dying in the theater. It's hysterical. Some keep, of that doing stuff it. Is cool. keep doing it till it stops working that's yeah. the, the, the motto of fighting games oh, oh alright well I've given my thoughts boys I'm probably more along like a four and a half or five I'm not up with your seven did not like um, but definitely watch this the cartoon with Scorpion much better absolutely I have to check that out for sure yeah um, what else was I going to put on here? I had some other thoughts. Oh, um, what did you think of Jax's arms? And when uh, he had his little baby arms, his little baby Yeah, robot. like when he had his little baby arms, like people in the theater <laughs> were laughing. Oh, I laughed all the time. Behind me, they were like snickering. Every time he had to do anything, he was like, they were like snickering. I think it's. I don't know the whole Arcana thing, and you have to find your power. I found that a little weird. Yeah, and Jax's power is that he has robot arms. Yeah, so like, what would his power have been if he didn't get his arms ripped off? Like, I don't know. He already had the mark, so I don't. I didn't. I didn't care for. It. I thought the. I thought it was like cool on paper, but you know, if they wouldn't have just had the Arcana, and like had the. A place they were training in, like bring out their powers, and not like you have to find your powers. Like why? Yeah. Like how's that gonna work with like Striker, who is a cop that just has guns and grenades? How did it work with Sonia? Uh, she's got rings. I don't. Like, yeah, she had like the purple rings, and she shot through Melina, which was neat. Yeah. Well, like... that's why I, I, I want to see the scene in the sequel where Striker gets his his. <laughs> Mortal Kombat tattoo, and then he, his power is that he now has a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> this is my power. Boom. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know. I, th- I think they're pushing it with dumb stuff like that. I mean, I, I thought they were going to do something like Sonya. Like, she didn't have the, the, the mark, right? I thought mm-hmm. they were going to do something where it turns out it doesn't matter and she doesn't need the mark, you know, cause she's like, what, whatever. She has the heart in her, you know, the old, <laughs> it was in you all along. I would have hated that to be honest. Oh really? Yeah. Cause they were so hell bent on this mark thing. And if she just gets it anyway, I'm like, okay. Well, she doesn't need to have a power. Maybe she just like, I don't know, can kick people's asses. I feel like, isn't that enough? Yeah. I guess that's Johnny Gage's power, right? No, he's got, 
shadow. And he's got that kick. He's got the shadow kick, and he punches people in the balls really hard. Oh, yeah. I, b- I believe that's another power. Yeah, that's the first Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you have Johnny Cage in anything, it's required by law that he punches someone in the balls. I wonder who they're going to get to play Johnny Cage in the next movie. I don't know. I mean, you kind of want, like, a washed-up actor right like that would be that's why i said uh when you mentioned shane that show had casper van dean i'm like oh that's a good idea yeah (laughs) like he mirrors johnny cage was famous now he's not you're like okay that's good i don't know i I find it interesting it just would they get a big name in or would they get someone who's never been in movies before because they i mean obviously all these people that are in this movie i haven't even watched half the shit that they've done the, so, the only uh, person I recognized was Jax because he played Jimmy Olsen in Supergirl. Right, okay. And Kano was apparently nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> what? Yeah, I dude. Hope he the, was... I, I hope for the role of Kano. I hope he gets an Oscar. He was nominated for uh, Best Live Action Short Film for the 11 o'clock in 2018. Oh, I'll have to watch for this guy. Oh, that, you know what? That's disappointing. Like, you know what I'm hoping for in a sequel? I hope they bring Kano back to life. Oh, dude, that'd be great. Uh, I hope they bring back the woman who played Sindel to play Sindel again. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would have brought back the Kano, like the original Kano. Would have been cool. I love this guy, but like, oh, he's. I dead. was reading. Yeah, they that guy died, and another guy who played Kano died as well. Really? Yeah. Oh no, the Kano curse. That's a shame. I would like to see him bring back some of the actors from the other movies. I still want. I just hope they make it like a, a U-turn and they still make Cole into Scorpion. I hope they kill him off and Scorpion just joins a team, <laughs> like like how they killed Johnny Cage off in Annihilation right at the beginning, yeah. like two seconds in, he's dead. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. Scorpion's here to take his place. <laughs> yeah, some other some other characters would be great, dude. I'm trying to think. So, like, in the newer games, they've got, like, uh, they have, like, a whole other generation of of the, uh, the characters. Like, Jax's daughter is in it, and uh, Cassie Cage, who is, like, mm-hmm. Sonya and Johnny Cage's daughter. So they, like, bring in, like, the next gen of characters. And there's some pretty cool other ones that are in there, too. There's a guy who's, like, a cowboy, and he just shoots people. And, you know, that kind of stuff is fucking awesome. There's that There's that giant, big, fat guy with this little guy on his back. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Was Val that in 10 or 11? Like, I, yeah, that was, like, in 10, I believe. And that guy is just awesome looking. That'd be cool if they, I mean, eventually, I hope that they don't, I hope they kill Shang Tsung in the second one. And they bring Shao Kahn in for the final movie. Yeah, but would, are they going to go with all the other bad guy characters? Like, I don't know. Uh, Chinook and I don't even know who else is in there. What the hell? Quan Chi? They, they, te- they tease Chinook in it. Right. And, they, uh, and I know Raiden becomes evil at one point. Sure. And Liu Kang. He dies. He comes back yeah. as zombie Liu Kang. Yeah. I could see them doing that. Killing Liu Kang off and then he comes back as a bad guy. That'd be kind of cool. I just hope they get real goofy with it. I, I agree, because it's so bad, there's, they have to take it that direction, in yeah. my opinion. 
if they're going to keep the same director and like the writers whoever came up with this shit you're going to have to make it over the top yeah don't they have shiva isn't that her name shiva the, the, the female Goro? Lady Goro, yeah. I used to always use her in part three, because she had that teleport move where she stomped you. <laughs> this makes me want to play Mortal Kombat 11, and they have the complete edition out now with all the DLC. Oh, so That's what I was waiting for, Mike. I never bought 11 because I was waiting for the complete edition. Me too. This one has Rambo in it, right? It's got... Does it? I think it has yeah, Rambo. I know. It, I know it has it's got Robocop, Robocop. It's got Terminator. Rambo. Or is that ten? With Terminator. I want. I want them all. I want them to make a game with all of those characters. Like that was the best part of the recent Mortal Kombat games. I think you've got like Freddy and Jason, and fucking oh, yeah. the alien. Freddy and Jason Predator. were uh, was nine, wasn't it? Freddy was nine. Jason was ten. Yeah. I want all those characters in it, though. I want the Terminator and Freddy and Jason, like, not a Mortal Kombat game, but, like, a fighting game that has all those characters. They had, uh, some guy made a little PC game, and I forget the name of it, but he had, like, it was like a Mortal Kombat just with horror villains. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's got, like, Pinhead and Freddy and Jason. Um, I saw a dude play it that I watch on uh, YouTube sometimes. I can't remember the name of it. All right, well... Let's wrap this one up. Not every episode's got to be three hours, Mike. Thank you very much. I guess I'll just uh, talk about Unholy next time, huh? Oh, I forgot about that. I don't have it on my list. (laughs) (laughs) I I can. If you want me to, I can. No, hit us up with Unholy. All right. So so we can insert a little bit of horror into this episode. Oh, are we a horror podcast? I forgot. (laughs) Yeah, because last time was Justice League, and this time it's an action movie. Um, So, yeah, so I, I... one of the movies that Val and I saw within the last few weeks was The Unholy. Um, I don't know if you've seen the trailer of it, but if you want to pause this and watch a trailer, it looks a lot better than it actually is. Um, my first red flag is that it was produced by Sam Raimi, which he hasn't done anything worthwhile in literal years. The guy is washed up, and anybody will fight me, and that is fine. I will he die on the this Evil film. Dead remake. He produced that. Oh, cool. So, uh... <laughs> so um cool yeah yeah so this movie is called the unholy and i was super excited for it because it was a religious horror movie and i absolutely love religious horror movies talk about like scriptures from the bible give me some characters put in modern times like i am down for it i love it um so this one uh so it starts off with a scene that is reminiscent of Black Sunday. A um, rumored witch is getting killed by a tree, and they're, like, putting on the, the mask with the nails in it, and they're, like, hammering it on her face, and I'm like, sweet. Awesome. I would have had an instant erection at, like, a fucking a Black Sunday reference like that. Oh, dude, oh, I God. know. Like, Black, that, that intro is, like, one of my favorite horror movie intros ever. And the fact that they, like, kind of mimic this one, I don't know if it's actual uh like myths or whatever but it was really well done so that happens and it kind of does an earnest scared stupid where it flash forwards to modern times and uh a woman oh sorry and so yeah it flash forwards to current day and a journalist by the name of jerry fenn gets a story about a cow on a farm he's like a washed up journalist he's played by jeffrey dean morgan and i guess he used to be like this big journalist back in the day but now he's kind of washed up he's like an alcoholic he just kind of is going to take whatever 
So the guy, so his source says, hey, go to this farm. There's kind of something interesting going down. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan goes there and he finds, um, it's kind of humorous, but he finds like a symbol on a cow. And uh, he's like, he asks the guy who called it in. He goes, uh, do you have a kid that's like 16 years old? He goes, yeah, I do. Oh, it's because this symbol is uh, by a band called Metallica. And it's just like what? a Metallica logo, like inked into this cow. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan is obviously upset. So he is uh, on this farm. He's going around. He's like, I got to make a story out of something. So something I forgot to mention in the beginning of the movie, the woman that was killed, that was accused of witchcraft, her soul and spirit was bound to this doll. And they just apparently left this doll by the tree for 200 years. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan is stumbling upon the farm and he's like trying to figure out some story and he comes across this doll and the farmer is like, oh yeah, that's, that looks like a blah, blah, blah doll. So, uh, Jeffrey, I'm just going to call him Jerry from now on. So Jerry crushes the doll, releasing the spirit. Oh boy. Dumb move, you know, horror one-on-one. Don't do that. Um, so Jerry's driving later that night. And he's got like a bottle of booze and everything. And he's just like drinking and driving, not caring. And he almost uh, runs across this white figure in the middle of the road. This woman is named Alice and she's a deaf mute, which you'll find out later. And he kind of chases her because she walks away after crashing his truck. And he's like, are you okay?" And she's talking to this tree and she's praying to it. Um, in the following scene, they're like, she's a deaf mute. And he's like, no, she was talking to someone for sure. So it turns out that simultaneously after he broke that doll, now this girl is healed and she's no longer a deaf mute. And now she talks to the Virgin Mary. So uh, she starts doing these little miracles one by one and everyone flocks to her like she's the next Messiah. And it gets a little more sinister and... I guess spoilers, but it's not the Virgin Mary. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So I'm not going to spoil anything because it's, I think, still in theaters. And um, But the character of Jeffrey Dean, or the qu- character Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays is decent. Uh, Alice, the deaf mute girl, she does her best. The acting by them, too, isn't bad. Um, but the this movie was had the trailer it was produced by sam raimi it has william sadler in it has carrie elways in it i was like oh okay cool you know and william sadler and carrie elways is like not the best (laughs) they they don't look like they care that much um but overall there i liked the story to it i guess it's based on a book from 1983 called shrine by james herbert and um I would like to read the book because this movie has a ton of jump scares in it. It's got terrible CGI. Um, there's a, there's a few parts that are just over the top, even for this movie. I was really on board with it because it was pretty realistic, even despite like everything. Like the 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 girl, she was praying to this tree, and you have like these scenes where it shows like a, a a Virgin Mary type figure and she's telling the girl things. And it was really, it looked really cool. It looked really nice. But then later on in the movie, you see this, this thing and it's like jumping around from like 
overly CGI. It's jumping from wall to wall and the ceiling chasing. I'm like, yeah, you really ruined this. <laughs> it, was, it was really disappointing. Um, but overall, I'd give this like a 5 out of 10. I wouldn't say to go see it in theaters. Wait until it hits like a streaming site and then watch it. Because I think the story is really good, but it doesn't look the best at times. Mm. So. That's really disappointing, Mike. I was looking forward to this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was too. The the I mean, come on, you know, a, a girl talking to the Virgin Mary and then all of a sudden it gets sinister. That's sick. It sounds great. Right up my yeah, alley. And the, and and the visuals just... with like the Mary statue like bleeding and shit, like that looks so cool. Oh yeah. I was pumped on this. I'll probably still watch it if it hits uh, Netflix or Amazon. But um, I I don't think I'll be actively seeking it out. I'm not going to pay to rent it. Probably the best. Yeah. Well, that's a shame. What do you think, Shane? Well, I never got the chance to watch Unholy, so I might give it a look at some point just to see what all the fuss is about. Otherwise, that's about it. That's it. Uh, So you ready to wrap it up, Mike? Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for everybody for listening to us, and thanks, fellas, for joining me. Um, If you want to get a hold of the podcast, again, uh, the Gmail, all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com, and the Facebook group, all you need is blood. Um, If you want to contact me, I'm on Facebook, on Instagram, at Ryan Tutelo. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, on Twitter, at Ryan Tutelo. Instagram, all you need, Ryan. Um, And I'm also on the upcominghorrormovies.com message board. You can see me floating around there. I plan on making a lengthy post on how much Mortal Kombat sucks and that Mike has bad opinions. (laughs) (laughs) So a normal day. (laughs) A normal day for you. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I don't know. Uh, Look me up or do whatever. I forgot how I was supposed to end this. Mike? Yeah, you really stumbled when you said uh, your Instagram was Ryan Tudelow. Man, you really, the whole thing, your whole routine was Completely gone in that fell apart. instant. Completely fell apart. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram. I do the All You Need Is Blood podcast. Um, and then on Facebook, I'm a mod on the, the Facebook group, and I am on the forum as well. Shane? You can find me on Instagram, Dead Cell Society 74. I'm also on the All You Need Is Blood podcast group on Facebook. Um, that's about it, really. Well, that was better than last time where I got all your contacts wrong. <laughs> yeah, and I was messaging you, calling you a twat because you got it wrong. <laughs> Shane lost some followers on that I one. know. I fucking did, you bitch. <laughs> well, I'll get a hold of Matt Delaney. I'll tell him to, to add you on there. Yeah, and I'll tell him to fuck off. <laughs> I love that it's like a three-year-old episode. I get a comment that shows up on it. Specifically to complain. That is hilarious. <laughs> I saw what's just funny is the time I retweeted something on Twitter about somebody losing a bag, and it became number three top trending topic in London, number four top trending topic in manchester and then it disappeared for four years and then four years later someone started fucking retweeting it again i ended up having having to delete the tweet you did 
Oh, yeah. Because it just kept getting retweets, and I was getting notifications for all of these retweets. I got 176 retweets in one Did day. Did they ever get the bag? Oh, the bag was found within days. Nice. It was just something decided that, bearing in mind it was five years previous, that person had their bag handed to them. But they people kept retweeting that fucking tweet. I deleted it in the end. I was like, fuck this. That's a piece of history, I shit. Enough. I couldn't give a rat's ass. Nice. All right, fellas. Well, thanks for joining me. And I guess I will just say bye for now. See ya. Layers. Oh, good. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. this That, that show Elisa was watching with the naked people. It's like about clothes or whatever. And uh, they show this one guy, and he's talking about his cod piece. He's like, oh, this is my special cod piece. I always wear it when I perform. And I'm like looking at this guy like, what the fuck does this guy do? And he puts on his cod piece, and he puts these chains all over him, and he's greasing up his whole body. And I'm like, is this the sexy sax man from Lost Boys? And Elisa's like, what the hell are you talking about? It fucking was. It was the that guy. It's a sexy oh sax God. man. Hello? What's that? Tim Capella. Yes, is that's him. You know his name? <laughs> Bale just watched like a, a like a documentary where he was in it. Dude, the Lost Boys soundtrack, I Still Believe by Tim Capello, is a fucking classic tune. Oh, absolutely. And he was in this documentary talking about his cod piece and how uh, Tina Turner brought it for him. Okay. There you go. He's, he looks the type. <laughs> all right, guys, I'm going to go make some popcorn and eat it. Oh, I'm going right. to fall asleep. I'm going I'm to... <laughs> With watch. Annihilation. Yes. Man. I'm just going to, I don't know, be traumatized at the idea of Tinker Pello wearing a codpiece. That's just really wrong. <laughs>